Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacks' Friends with me, Robert. With me, Pete. No Moses. No Moses. And in the flesh as in well. In the flesh. Come on now. Guys, you don't even know. When we started this, we always used to record Literally, in person. Legit. In Moses' house. Yeah. yeah. Now we moved to Peter's house. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, facts. Facts. All right. Yeah. It's great. That's good. That's good. It's a bit late, so we're just going to try and power through this. Yeah, yeah. One for one? Yeah, one for one. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, let's go. Have you got a question? I've got a question. Okay. It's like, right. it's a two-part question. Oh, no. Okay. Part one. Mm. Is it possible? Is it possible and what does it mean? No, okay. Is, is, is it possible? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a three-part question. <laughs> All right. Okay, part one. Yeah. Is, is it possible to sell one soul to the devil? Okay. Or to anyone. Yeah. Two, what does that look like practically and like in the, in the physical? Mm. Three, once you sold your soul, can you redeem it? Get to re- <laughs> redeem it. <laughs> once you've mm. partaken in all the spoils of <laughs> the soulless life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, part one, I definitely think it's possible. I definitely think it's possible to sell one soul. Um, I say that because I... You have? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm of the belief that man has sovereignty over his own being. And I'm of that belief because I think that's why God holds us accountable um, for what we do, for what we say, for, oh. for what, what we, how we steward our existence. Um and so I think it's definitely possible for someone to make a contract with the with the devil or sell their soul or or whatever. Um, what does that look like to like create a contract with the devil? I don't. I. I mean, this is all speculation, and most of our most of my I guess sort of spiritual imagery, if it's not directly in the Bible, will come from media, will come mm. from movies and stuff. So I, I don't. Fully know what that looks like, but I imagine it looks like a, it looks like demonic possession or demonic empowerment, mm. and we see that in we see that in the word. We see there are times where a prophet is speaking to someone, but he's actually speaking to the power behind them, and so we had you know there were there were certain kings or there were certain um, um, yeah there, there were specifically kings that were being empowered by something and um you know the prophet would speak to that thing directly um and not to the king and so i i i i don't know what it looks like but i imagine it would be yeah you know you you start to get you know demonic possession or demonic empowerment and certain things the, you know the, the 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 devil is sort of the ruler of the powers of the air so he's got power oh. um so I guess it would be it would be that, um, and you know you think of the um, magicians that challenged Moses. So when Moses would do a, a thing, they were able to do the same thing. Um, I think you, know, you you get access to certain kinds of power from the kingdom of darkness. Uh, as to whether or not you can redeem it, I know there is one unforgivable sin, uh, which is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Some people will argue that that is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Mm. The whole idea of selling your soul, the whole idea of um, willingly giving your giving your soul away. So I don't know if it isn't. Then I imagine you can you can be saved from it. There are you know um, redemption stories of like 
um, satanic priests and, and stuff like that, witches and stuff like that, come to the faith. So I imagine if that isn't blasphemy against the spirit, then there's a way to, to uh, come back from it. Um, but I, yeah, I... I don't know fully. I don't know fully. Hey, may we never find out. Amen. Amen. <laughs> this is, I ain't testing this. I ain't experimenting to go and then see. Yeah. Cool. cool. I'm yeah. happy with that. Cool. Cool. Rah. So my question. Hmm. I don't. I don't really have a question. Um. But it would be interesting to actually hear your thoughts on this. So, what do you think about? Um. We were watching the lady. Uh, raise funds. So Anissa was watching mm-hmm, a, a, mm-hmm. a church service, and amongst Pentecostal churches, people that have belonged to Pentecostal churches will know there's a you know there, there can be someone that's raising funds, or they can be very passionate. What do you think about this particular way of doing it, though, where you mention an amount, and you're you're waiting for people to come and give that amount before you move on, and then you gradually get smaller and smaller. So they'll start with like. A thousand pounds. We want five people to give a thousand pounds, and then we want ten people to give five hundred pounds and stuff like that. What do you think of that approach to sort of raising funds for the church? I think that I think I'm slightly on both camps. Okay. You know, I think um. So so I can't I can't work for a church, and we just had um what's called the gift day, where right. where yeah. um. In all the services, um, they say, hey, we're trying to hit a certain target of um, direct debits coming in a month or we're trying to hit a certain amount of money. So, um, yeah, so so, so, so today I would is, you know, um, if you want to re-up your, your direct debit, if you want to start one, want to give some money, please do, because we're, we're trying to do it and we're trying to raise money for all these different things that we're doing. Mm. And then they'll have people come and talk and talk, talk about how they've been touched by... Um, the, the work, the work, the sun and stuff. Um, that I I feel is like a, a it's like a good way to do it mm. because you can see the tangible ways the money is being spent, yeah. and you can see the actual like actual results yeah. Yeah. of it, mm. which is good. Um, and sometimes people need to be pushed to give or give more. Mm. Um, I don't think. And and what um what one of the pastors was uh, was saying during his giving he wasn't tying it so much for if you give and you get you give, this blessing it Thanks. was more is he blessing yeah it was it, it was more give so much that you become reliant on God mm. to to fill your need mm. and so it's like it it goes back to that connection between you and God and not being so reliant on your money. Mm. That they 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 not rely on rely on God, mm. which, which I thought is a better way of of saying give um giving especially when 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 they're trying to re up and stuff. Mm. So yeah, so so I think sometimes people just need a push. Sometimes mm. people need um a bit of encouragement because 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 maybe they thought about giving or, or maybe they haven't, and sometimes it just takes like a strong old person to like you know, give to get them into it. Yeah, and then that could be. The first domino, mm. um, and then maybe you just keep giving. It might not be in church, but you, you might just become a more charitable, charitable person as a result. Mm. Maybe maybe you continue to give to church, and then church benefits, which means that you will benefit from the church benefiting. Mm. So I can see how 
it, it, it can be helpful to, to, to give people a push that they need sometimes. Mm. On the other hand, <laughs> um, tying blessings to money given. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not to say that there's not a principle yeah. between, you know, reaping and sowing, mm. but that shouldn't be the heart behind why you're giving. Mm-hmm. Um, because then it's, it's, it's almost like your relationship with God is, becomes very transactional. Yeah, your okay, purchasing Lord, blessings. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, I give you a thousand pounds. Why, why hasn't X, Y, Z happened? Yeah. And then it makes it seem like God is stingy or God is trying to cheat you out or something that you are paid for. Scammer. <laughs> Scammer. <laughs> Tinder luck. Stress. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think that people need to be careful not to associate tithing with with blessings mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. should be tithing you should be given because god god has first given to you and this, and this is an act of praise and worship to him by by, by giving back mm-hmm. um and you know it says um give cheerfully um if you if you're feeling hard pressed because you're you're, you're giving your money away then you've completely defeated the purpose of the giving and you might as well have just kept the money. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that Africans need to be very careful. It's, 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 it's not just Africans and it's, and it's not just Pentecostals either. I think yeah. um, I think that it, within the church as a whole, we need to not shy away from conversations when about giving and tithing um, and not... And these conversations should shouldn't be happen, happening just because the church wants more money. Mm. It should be part of the... Mm, um, yeah, mm. just, 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 just part of being a Christian, you know. Yeah. Giving is part of being a Christian. Mm. In the same way, you, know, you, have, you have sermons on prayer, you have sermons on fasting, mm. you have sermons on giving. It should, it should be something that is integrated um, into the church. Um, mm. Looking at it from, from both Old Testament and New Testament, Mm. Um, and looking at what what effects that can have on you and your relationship with God, rather than what you can get from from the okay. act of it. Mm. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's it for me. No, that's good. I'm happy with that, and and that's a good perspective to have as well. I think for personally, my sort of opinion on giving to church changed, especially when I moved into sort of leadership roles, because mm. you start to see. Actually, this isn't going into the... Well, I've been blessed to be part of churches where the offering isn't going into the pastor's pocket mm. sort of thing, and you can actually see what's what, what's being used. I think that sort of transparency and accountability is very useful and, and makes it, I think, as you said, a lot more tangible um, for people to see what, what their money is going to. But you also, yeah, I think you don't have to look too far to see the... Craft of dollars buying uh, yeah. private jets and you know the 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 multi-story mansions that some of these guys have. It's like okay, you know, sometimes from books, sometimes from the collection. Place, do, you th- so. do you think with stuff like book sales that um, pastors need to give an account of where their money's coming from? What do you think? Like you got a job, I don't ask you where your money's coming from. Yeah. Don't ask me where my money's coming from. I, I think I think it's where there is a possibility of doubt or there's a possibility of misunderstanding, giving extra information doesn't hurt. Mm. And so if I'm a pastor 
and like you know, for instance, someone like um, a T.D. Jakes or something. Um, I say T.D. Jakes because I think I've heard this before spoken about him. A lot of his money comes from his books, oh. um, and his he wrote like a they they you know is it T.D. Jakes or someone else? You know, he's got like devotionals and lots of stuff. He's invested in like. TV series and, and all of these things, so he he earns a lot of money from outside. I think where you have that amount of money, but then you also have access to, or presumed access to church funds, oh. it doesn't hurt to be able to give some extra clarity, because it's it's in as much as I have my own money or I have a job and I'm making my money, there's no there's not going to be any confusion as to whether or not church funds will come to me, oh. you know, as a member there can be confusion as to whether or not church funds come to you as a leader. And so why not dispel that with saying, well, I do these book sales or I've got this and, and just giving full transparency, not letting anyone have anything to say against you. So I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's mandatory, but I'd say it's helpful. Mm. It's definitely helpful because people will say whatever they want to say anyway. So if you give them all the information and they still want to say something, then it's on them. But at least then you've given them information. So, yeah. No, that, I think that's dope. I think that's dope. Yeah. yeah. I think that may agree just sometimes, like, mm. how much they push. Push, push, but not too much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be, be inspiring. You know? <laughs> not, um, yeah. yeah. And allow God to inspire them, you know? Because yeah. it's, it's, it's God we're giving to. We need to remember, it's God you're giving to, not the church. Even though it's, it's going to the church, it's going to God, for the church, for God's work. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into this topic. So, I, I don't want to talk about it now. It's, it's been inspired by three things I watched over the past, I say, two weeks. Okay. okay. Interesting. So maybe we can break each one down a little bit and then we get to the overall topic. All right, let's okay. go. So the first one is a movie. I haven't finished watching it, but it's, it's, it's quite good so far. Okay. I think it's called Fair Play. Let me, let me just check. Oh, I haven't watched this. I think I know who it might be about. I think I've seen a trailer for it. But. On Netflix? Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. I definitely haven't watched it. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. But it's, it's looking kind of nice for Rotten Tomatoes too. Oh no, the audience score's not good. <laughs> it's good so far. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's basically just, so, so far it's, it's about this guy and this woman <coughs> who work for the same company. And then he gets promoted above him. Mm. And now she's, he's working under her. Dynamics getting a bit right, right. Did he think he wanted it, didn't he? So he he, he wanted it, he and wanted then the he, and then she told him that he was going to get it. Yeah, yeah. And then turns out that she was. So I've seen a trailer for it. I think. Yeah. yeah. So right now it's looking, the tension is there. Right. It's crazy. Mm. So I let me finish watching it before I, I give it as a as a rec- recommend. But so far, yeah. it's looking serious. All right. The first scene was that crazy. Oh, it's a series. No, 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 no. no. Oh, first scene. F- first scene. Sorry, I thought first. Oh, first season. I only was spoiled because it was crazy. Yeah. All right. Maybe when they gag and puke. That's disgusting. Anyway. Okay. It was crazy. <laughs> Just no involved period blood. <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary. But it did. How do you watch these things? How do you how do you find these things? I watched the trailer. It looked oh, it's the good that they. In the, in the bathroom together. Alright, okay. Alright. It was crazy. 
Also, I think having sex when your period is overrated and disgusted and unhygienic. Don't do it. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to offer any comment there. No. <laughs> <laughs> not for any reason. I just, I, I don't want to talk it. I think we know where Fear Peter stands on there. All right, so there was, there was that. Yeah. And then obviously, uh, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because I was moving. Peter helped me move. I'm a Kent now. I'm a Kent boy. Hey, Kent boy. Kent massive. London always have my heart, but now Kent has my body. Medway massive. Come on. <laughs> so the whole thing with Jada and her interview, oh. her interview debacles about how her and Will Smith have not been married for six, seven years. That man went to slap someone. <laughs> and she was like, when you were saying I'm his wife, I was so confused because we haven't called she each other. That. She said that. She said, we, we haven't called each other that in, in years. <laughs> she actually said that. She said that. In reference to the slap? Yeah. Dude, yo. And then she was talking about how when two She still carries his name, doesn't she? Jada Fickett Smith. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she just can't find herself find a way to, to divorce him because like there's never going to be any reason why we should get divorced I just haven't found it yet <laughs> <laughs> and then she was talking about how you know Tupac proposed to her whilst he was in prison oh. <laughs> this woman is obsessed it's crazy unless Tupac isn't dead <laughs> for his sake I hope he is <laughs> Oh, that is... So, what do you do when you have a wife or ex-wife that, that is just dragging your name through the dirt? I don't like have a wife or ex-wife. Hmm? I don't have a wife or ex-wife. No, but if you're in a situation where your wife slash ex-wife is just going, spouting all your business everywhere. Do you know what? At the back of my head somewhere, yeah. Because I, I don't follow Will Smith. I don't know Will Smith. And people seem to think... Uh, people seem to present the idea that he's some sort of saint and a victim of all of this. I I don't know. I don't know if he's truly a victim. I don't know if he truly doesn't have a part to play in all of this. Like he's also out there doing his own thing. You know, I don't. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but at least he's being quiet about it and being, you know, yeah, the true, true, respectful. True, true. <laughs> but then it's also it also presents it also presents if maybe he's being quiet about it, but it also presents as though he's some kind of victim. Like he's he's a boy scout and he just loves Jada so much and she just keeps dragging him through the mud. So I I I don't know on that part. Now if I had someone that kept dragging me, if I was of Will Smith's like fame, I'd probably want to address it. I'd probably want to sort of would I? Would, but but it... the, you know that's why I think he's a good guy because he could address it, but he's not. To protect her because he still loves her uh, i don't know i don't know i don't know well if if someone if someone is dragging my name <laughs> not that there's much name to drag but if someone's got an issue with me i'd address it with them i, I try to address it with them probably wouldn't want to do it on social media um i'd probably want to sort of catch them somewhere and then like hash it out like what's what's the issue you know and if there's a legitimate issue if I've done something wrong and I can see it, apologize if I can't, then we agree to disagree and, and you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know for them guys because 
it just seems it seems so sus. It seems like Jada keeps trying to find a reason to like just disregard the dude and and make it seem like she's not the bad person. This yeah, situation. yeah. And his silence on it, especially where he is famous, and especially where he does have like a social media presence, his silence is also a bit fishy. I don't know if it's love or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I just think them Hollywood types just they have some access to so much money and access to so much pleasure that I think it corrupts and, and so you hear a lot of weird things about Hollywood guys and, and stuff like that and I just imagine, yeah. There's something along those lines there that's going on. I don't know. From from Red Table that's the other thing as well, is when Will does um, interact with it he seems like he's hurting or he seems like he's having like a I don't think he's acting well that's the thing he's a good actor not like that but yeah that, that's yeah so it, it gets it gets weird because like Red Table talk and he's sitting there and she's talking about entanglement and he's like yeah 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 he looks like he's on the verge of tears <laughs> you know but then again he looked like he was on the verge of tears in Emancipation so he's a good actor but mm. Yeah, I I don't know. I the that whole thing is weird to me. I just, I could there was a I saw a meme and it was like oh their work in the nineties goes away and it was Jada, it was Whoopi Goldberg, it was Halle Berry, and it was someone else. I was like, is this even a question? Like get Jada out of it. <laughs> like all it is is the Matrix. Apart from that, I don't know her from anywhere else. So. Was she in the Matrix? Yeah, she's Naomi. Which one was Naomi? The one that had the. Things the spotted hands. Oh, I think it was Morpheus's wife or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jada, she just felt like well, that's why she, she's angry. I'm not saying that. Be happy for your husbands when they succeed. Be happy for the when your wives when they succeed. But the other thing as well is like, I mean, their kids are a little bit weird as well. Like, I think that's her fault. I think it, I don't know. I think it's both of them, honestly. I think it's both of them, but but more her. Yeah. Because because the way she talks, she talks how they act. <laughs> yeah. No. Legit. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm presented as progressive or something. It's like nah. It's just. Oh, what's this? Yeah. It's desecrating, desecrating uh, the idea of marriage. What's what? Do you see the, the thumbs up on the screen? Oh, that's um. So that's macOS, the new macOS can um, natively respond to certain gestures and stuff. Oh, so it seems like you've got that gesture. Jeez! Well, that's, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Robert just discovered something on macOS. And, uh, the, the AI is taking over, bro. It's not AI, but yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that was that, that's the second story I saw. And the third story, I don't know if you saw this, about this woman who went on a date to the Cheesecake Factory. No. Okay, so there was this woman. She was, she was going on a first date with this guy. Mm. And she was refusing to get out of the car. And then she started recording because he was taking her to the Cheesecake Factory. And I'm guessing this is like one dessert place in America. Yeah. She was talking about how she can't go to the, the Cheesecake Factory. Can you see how fine I am? One black woman. And then with, with some short Indian guy. And then, and then she was like, I'm not getting out of the car, I'm not getting out of the car. And he was like, okay, can we, can we talk about this? 
And so they get back in the car, mm-hmm. and then and they start, they start having a conversation about why she's not going to Cheesecake Factory, and how it's disrespectful for for him to be taken into such a place, especially on the first date. She would she wouldn't, she wouldn't be caught going into a place like this. Turns out that he had reservations for this nice restaurant. She was an hour late getting ready. Right. Didn't give no information. Um, and so the reservation finished, and then now she saved this attitude. And then she tried to apologize a little bit, but he said, no, we're going home. <laughs> he, he, he drove her. He drove her home. She said, no, we're not doing this. Nice force for you. I'll start saying that in Korea. She was crazy. She was entitled. Anyway. What these three things have in common, I think anyway, mm-hmm. was um, for better or for worse, um, the, 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 the dynamic of respect when it comes to men from women. So like women giving respect to men. Mm. Um, and you're a married man, you know, you've got a wife. <laughs> and you know, Paul says, Husbands love your wives, um, and it says wives respect your husbands. Mm. Uh, what does respect mean to you as a married man, and how how do you go about getting or, or attempting? Because I, I don't know. I, I can assume about getting the respect that you want from your wife. Yeah, that's an interesting question. So um, it's funny because uh, what's his name Ezekiel the poet put up a post on instagram talking about this and, and the idea i think he was saying oh men don't need love is a myth and went on a long you know monologue on on how men do need love as well um and but he he made a good point in that what paul says addresses roles women um respect your husband is again contextually probably more relevant but a man i think in order to lead in order to be the head as as he is would need respect is what can deter that deter from that do you agree that Mm. Would I agree? I, I think men aren't a monolith. They're, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. It's true for me. It's true for me. It's true for me. And I think most men end up being more logical, whether that's biological or not. I think most men end up being the more oh. logical beings. And so love, like we would, I don't want to speak in, in generalities. For me, I think that the love aspect of things, I almost... It not, not, it's not trivialized, but it's it's almost it's easier it's easier done, I guess. Like I know my wife loves me, and I don't need necessarily validation for that. Mm. Especially as I'm as me again speaking personally, I'm not as much an emotional sort of feelings type of person. I like to be logical, um, and so the love aspect. I mean she's carried a child for nine months and given birth and breastfed for a year and and that's it's that's sufficient for me for the rest of our lives to know that she loves right and i don't need the daily affirmations (laughs) 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 but i think for me the the in in leading in uh sort of 
taking a uh, a position of being the leader, making decisions, um, guiding our family in a certain way, respect ends up being more of a hindrance to that than love. Like you can not love me and follow my lead and we will succeed and I'll be happy. Jeez. Kind of. Morals. Um, But then if you do love me but don't respect me, that hinders my role. Because if I'm trying to lead someone that doesn't respect what I'm trying to do, then chaos, right? Um, and 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 the the opposite I think is true. Again, speaking for my wife, I feel sometimes, well, not sometimes, she doesn't really care for logical argument this, logical argument that. She's like, yeah, but I'm I want to vent on something, or I want to <laughs> I, I want to um, get something off my chest. I don't need a solution. I just need you to hear. Mm. You know, I, I, I know you love me. Yes, we live together. You do, you know, you do your chores. You do everything. You put tea to bed. All of that. I know you love me. It'd be nice to hear it every now and then. You know. Um, oh. So I, I appreciate that. We've been talking about this for years. I know. <laughs> I know, and I'm still learning. I'm not even that great at it still. Um, but for her to be the nurturer, to be the um, you know the, the 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 woman in the relationship, she not loving her ends up being more of a hindrance to her role. I could respect her, and I do respect her, you know. Um, but if I'm not showing love, it doesn't. Yeah, take your respect and then put it in the you know your back pocket. I don't care, <laughs> you know. So it's I think that that verse speaks more to, and I agree with Ezekiel on this. It speaks more to the roles and what can hinder those roles or hinder the individual from playing those roles more so than saying men don't need love and women don't need respect. Mm. Right. Um, so that's sort of where I stand on the issue. And again, I can only speak for myself and. Um, at least for um, my marriage, but that sort of what ends up being true is the respect, the love from you know either party ends up being more important for the role to carry on, and just fits with who we are in general. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that's sort of me. I think it's interesting for me that before I got married, when I did the five love languages tests. Mm. Words of affirmation was number one. Right. And since being married, acts of service has become number one. You know, Mo said this as well since having kids. Yeah. He said it changed to acts of service. And it's... Wait, out of interest, is that your love language? My so love language. You experience love more now through acts of service. Yeah. Whereas before it was words of affirmation. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think like once you start living with someone, yeah, all the oh, I appreciate, I really appreciate all the stuff you do. That goes out the window, you know. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> you're saying you appreciate me this time. The one shit that was that is, has been there for two, well, two days is still there. That's crazy. <laughs> but you love me. You wicked liar. <laughs> That's disgusting. You wicked liar. That's stress. <laughs> Mm. But yeah, I, I've definitely, yeah, I def- I think that I'd rather be respected than loved now that I'm married, okay. because the respect will lead to results mm. and, mm. and, and, and things getting done. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and I think having that responsibility yeah. as a man, the things getting done, it's not, it's not that it's more important, but if you keep the ship right, mm. then you can have all the parts you want on the ship. Mm. You know, mm. if you're trying to have the parts you on the ship, but there's the stuff leaking, mm. then yeah, you haven't formed for a while, but then eventually the ship is gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, gonna get far. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so. Let, can I throw a question in there? Yeah. So, do you subscribe to the idea of sort of specific roles? And if you don't mind my asking, in your own marriage, what role do you play? What role does Drea play? I'm not picking you on that. Mic check one, two? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think partly it comes down to the fact that I work from home three days a week. Mm. And she works every day from, from the office. Mm. Um, and we got an air fryer. I love the air fryer. And I think as a result of those two things, I've just ended up doing more more, more, more cooking okay. at, at home. Um, when we were talking about getting married, mm. like I was trying to beg her, babe, please... Please do eighty percent of the cooking. I'll do twenty. Please, please. She was even trying to push for seventy thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm the one that does the majority of the cooking. Um, mm. Yeah, like having moved out of my mom's house, I've, I've it's made me realize how much I enjoy cooking, mm. how much I enjoy trying trying new recipes, and she gets to eat all the food that that she wants, so she's not complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, yeah, so like cooking, I'll do the majority. Finances, I'll, 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 I'll handle most of. She's better when it comes to like doing washing, like like washing clothes, making sure the house smells nice. Um, she's about to pray than me, hundred percent. Mm. Um. Yeah. I think those are the main things that that like come to mind. Okay. Um, and I think like being raised with elders of three boys, that wasn't any. Your sister will do X, X Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, I, I, had to, I had to learn how to. I had to learn how to um, to wash dishes, wash clothes, mm. to 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 descale fish. Mm. You know, because after a while, my mum wasn't going to do it. <laughs> And so, yeah, and, and my mom didn't baby me like I know that some moms baby their sons, mm-hmm. and not having si- um, sisters, mm-hmm. um, I didn't fall back like like there wasn't a, a like house girl <laughs> sort, yeah. sort of thing, mm-hmm. and but but even like my mom and her sister, um, the way that that our grandfather brought them up is to know how to do things but like if you've got a flat tire yeah you, mm. you know how to change it but mm. if there's a guy to help you fix it let him fix it yeah you yeah. know yeah so it's like having the skills so that you're not ever wanting yeah but then if a guy's around to do certain things let, let him do yeah, certain yeah. things mm. and then that, that will leave you to be able to do certain things mm. you know um yeah, so I, I, I don't ascribe to certain gender roles. Mm. Every, 
people do what they're best at doing in a relationship. Yeah. Um, okay. And even if even if you, if 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 you're not the best giver, then you might learn a new skill. Sure. You might you might stretch yourself a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like even with the new, even like with 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 the moving, um, Andrea handled a lot of the the, the inside admin. Mm-hmm. So so that's like cancelling the the like debits and uh, um, the direct debits yeah. cancelling subscriptions and stuff mm-hmm. uh, which isn't something normally that she she does because that's something I would do mm-hmm. um, but she had the time and yeah she just had to yeah. do what needed to do and it's not that she can't do it but mm-hmm. she yeah we, uh, we're having this um, this um, this funny conversation the other day because there was this meme no there was, there was this video on Instagram where like um, a guy and his girl were walking down the street mm. and then it was showing the inner, their like, inner monologues right. and like the guy was just like looking out for danger looking like, okay we're, we're good to <laughs> yeah, I've seen that I've seen that yeah, and then we were just like la 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 <laughs> <laughs> like maybe this yeah. is me and you yeah. and she was like yeah I, 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 sh- I should have the ability to just be free yeah. when, when you're around yeah, yeah. Um, I think sometimes girls call it living their soft life <laughs> soft life and mm. I don't know. Sometimes that's frustrated because it's like you know, have some focus as well, <laughs> so that there's not as much burden on me, you know. Mm. Um, but but at the same time, I do want her to have a soft life, when and where I, I can allow it. Yeah. Um, it's about finding balance. Um, yeah. Because sometimes I wanna I wanna be. I don't want to be soft, but I just want to not be turned be on all the time. No, okay. I don't want to be soft. I don't even have to be switched on all the way all the time. Yeah. Because that's tiring. Mm, yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. fair. Fair. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> Do you feel like you're, you're turned on a lot of the time? <laughs> You made a switch to switched on. That was a better choice of words. A switched on all the time. <laughs> yeah, but but then that's my default. That's my default. So it's not it's not as tiring. Oh, or no, it, it's my default too. But yeah. then if you're like me, we'll, we'll go into burnout. Mm. And and I found that being married, I hit burnout a lot quicker. <laughs> before I got married (laughs) (laughs) no I think because it's so similarly we we do things um, almost based on like competence like it's it's easier and I prefer like cleaning and stuff and doing most of the cleaning Um, I'd want to help out with cooking more I should help out with cooking more but Anita does like 95% of the cooking <laughs> like the one or two times I'll do cooking, I like make a big deal of it. Like, yo, I made jollof. Yeah, 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 I'm a big, I'm a big don. <laughs> um, but like, I think it's, yeah, it's it's funny because we had a similar conversation when talking about, um, like doing worship and and doing the managing the the um, the lyrics and stuff yeah. and the stream, and it was like because it's it's not as taxing because it's my default if that makes sense yeah. like it's not when when uh-huh. you guys were doing they're like oh it's, it's so it's so much to manage and actually like yeah it's it's a silly amount to manage um and shouldn't be done by one person but then 
if that's if that's like your mode of operation then it's like it's not as much to manage because you're just doing yeah but just just because something is your mode doesn't mean that it should be your mode you know in the way that yes a woman can be a single mom but doesn't mean that she should be a single mom no yes yeah yeah but then it's different in that if like um if a system if if you have a system that works a certain way functions as well and does a certain number of things you could always reduce the load on the system mm-hmm. you could but then if the system is working optimally right with a certain load and there's like if it's working optimally there's no need to reduce it and for that system it's fine well if we're going back to church though i don't think church is optimal no it's not it probably isn't it probably isn't but in terms of like i'm speaking towards to but, hey, 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 you know i feel like mm. since Moses has come along. Yeah. You've been at the back a lot more than you were before. And so you're able to engage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. And that benefits you. It does. It does. But then when I'm still, if I'm, if I'm there, if I'm at the front, if I'm watching the, the lyrics and mm-hmm. stuff, it's still fine. If that makes sense. Yeah, but it's not like, the same. It's, it's not the same. Like, how do like, you mean? Like, because you can't, you can't 100% you 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 don't have the ability to hundred percent get lost in worship if you know and to click the next slide. Mm. Because, 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 because because your brain is in, in in two places. It, yeah, it's in the yeah. okay, I'm worshiping. But then and it's also it's because it's funny because like and I was saying this to you, I I almost see that as part of my worship. Mm. I see it as part of my membership to be paying attention and, and switch slides and stuff like that. I see that as part of it. And so it's like, it's it doesn't feel like a burden. It doesn't feel like it's preventing me from getting lost in worship in that sense. Because I don't tend to get lost in worship. You in do. I've, I've seen yeah. you. I've seen yeah. you. What, if I'm singing? Yeah. Yeah, that's because no, I don't, no, I don't no, no. see people. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> That's not what I don't want to look at people. No, no, no. But even when you're like at the back, no, no, uh, not even, even at the front. Yeah, but it's again. It's it, I don't know. It's it's different. It's 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 not better or worse. It's yeah. If if there's the opportunity to, then yeah, fine. But if there isn't, it's not. It's not a. It, it's not a um, a reduction. If that makes sense, it's not a reduction in the experience of worship in the feeling of worship because I am not at the back, I'm not worrying about it. It's a different kind, and I don't think one's better than the other. Yeah, but I think that a balance between different kinds is important. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so um, I think um, this was in terms of staying switched on. Yeah, it will be. It will be. It will be nice. Not nice. A uh, nice isn't a word. It will be different if, for instance, we're going somewhere and I need to have to pay attention to signs of danger. <laughs> <laughs> Which she could. Anita's actually very like. She's sensitive to certain things. It's like, oh nah, I don't, I don't feel right about this place. Nah, <laughs> cool. Um, but then it, it's, it would be different and not necessarily less taxing on me, if that makes sense. Because, because it's my default, and because, like, I'm always, not, I said always, I'm always sort, sort of just watching stuff and and paying attention and mm. and, and doing stuff, and it's, it's been my sort of default. But you know, it's oh, yeah. it's nice when you don't have to be watching out for stuff. You say that, but it's I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'd feel exposed. Yeah, but then but then at least you have the option. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah. And then if you want to turn off, you can turn off. It's like the difference between driving it... and then sitting, sitting in a car. You know. I, I see what you're saying. I see that illustration. No, no, no. So, but, so, yeah. so, so, so sitting in the car with someone you're happy like driving. As a, as a passenger. Driving. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a passenger. But then those, again, so that's the thing. That's where it's different for me because then you're not doing anything. So that's partly why I would enjoy, or I do enjoy, like when I go up to Oxford and I'll take the public transport and it's like a long journey. Mm. It's fine because I get to watch stuff, right? And I, I get to like just relax and not, and not do that. But then that's not the same experience for me when it comes to switching off. It's not like that where I get to take a seat back. It's it's abnormal to me to switch off, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's bad. You, yeah, you, you, bad. you should be able to switch bad. off and not and, 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 and not feel weird. Nah, I think you're you're constructed a certain way. So no, it's like breathing. Like you shouldn't. You should be able to hold your breath. But no, don't don't don't, don't, don't be silly. <laughs> But it's abnormal to do that for longer than two minutes. It's like people that have like the work emails on their phone. You, you, you should be able to, be, to to make a delineation between this is work time, this is home time. Yeah, but that's different. Not it being Saturday and you're getting notifications. That's different. It's not. It is. It's about making delineations between, okay, now I'm in this mood, I'm in work mode. Here, I'm in... Yeah, but you always have to be in exist mm. mode, and to be in exist no, mode safely. That's what, and that's <laughs> so, uh, and you, you know what's wrong. That's why you have an office in a, in, in a different room from the room that you. No, sleep yeah, in. but that's different. This is what I'm saying. Every, work, every different, 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 different. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot where we were before we got onto this. Uh, we're talking about splitting of duties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I enjoy. I I like. Nah, I don't know the words for it. I exist in the duties that I embody, and <laughs> I would want to help out with like stuff like cooking and stuff. Um, so what's the point? I need this better. So like I need to cook, and it's, it's just better than when I cook. Yeah, because because yeah. you've practiced. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you practice more. Fair. Especially the, fair. because because you work from home five five days a week mostly. Fair, fair point. Fair point. But then, see, the other stuff as well, I do better. So why not do, why not like, work according to your strengths? Because because then by developing other skills, you get a new strength. Fair, fair, fair. But then also, if you can do something, if, you, if it's more convenient, if it's not even more convenient, but if it's better optimally for you to do the things that you're stronger, why not just do the things you're stronger? Because how do you and know you can both one... function... How do you know Anita doesn't want to be cooking 95% of the time? No, I know she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know she doesn't. I'm sorry, I am trying. I am try- I'm trying to figure it out. But yeah, I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think maybe one reason why I'm, I'm a bit more relaxed about it is because it's not, it's, uh, it's, it's not an unfair sort of distinction now because things are a bit different i need Wait, to pick up more is it is it is it is it not unfair or you believe it's not unfair oh no i don't think it's unfair i don't think i need to make that argument either are you um, sure? yeah because it's not just it's not just like if you if you divide the housework and everything to do with the house i think if cooking is one side of it almost everything else 
is the other stuff I do. I don't think cooking is equal to half of the, the housework. What would you say? It's more than half? No. I think it is. But I need to cook a lot. And sometimes you do the dishes, but most of the time I'm doing dishes. Nah, I'd say cooking I'm is... i the house. I think cooking is 20%. Oh. I wouldn't say 20%. No. I think cooking is a lot more. No. The, it's a lot more. The biggest is, is is tidying up. Because there are so many rooms in the house, you have to tidy up and maintain. Yeah, but... No. No, I think in this house, cooking is a big part of it. <laughs> I need to do a lot. I need to do a lot. So, yeah. I, I do need to try and do more. I do need to try and I do think more. cooking 20, 20%, tidied up 40%, that's 60%. Finances, 10%, because once you have it rolled in, it's, it's, rolled it's in. done, yeah. yeah. Um, that was 30%. I don't know. Maybe 50% is tidying, because on the tidying comes like washing clothes and all of that stuff. Yeah. That's what I feel. I feel like that's a lot of how we spend our time. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because otherwise, the, much. the dishes pile up. You know, they're having yeah. to mm-hmm. eat out the Tupperware. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um. Okay. Let's let's just round out soon because it's getting early. Last it, question. Oh, snap. It is. Yeah. Last question. Um, what advice would you give to a guy? Who feels like he's not getting the respect that he wants from his significant other? I think I think the bad thing to do is to internalize it and and um, and not speak about it or, or um, I think articulate it, express it. But then it's it's twofold. On the one hand, are you a guy worthy of the respect that you you want? You know, and, and I think there's an element of looking in the mirror and and being honest with yourself as to you're not getting the respect that you want. Are you being the kind of guy that can command that respect? And you very well could be, um, and and have a wife that just mm-hmm. doesn't want to give the respect, which is fine, not fine, but which is <laughs> um, which which is a, a reality for some people, unfortunately. Um, but on the second hand, if you are doing what you need to do and you aren't getting the respect that you crave, um, articulating it, expressing it. Um, if you can't speak about it directly with your partner, then getting you know a respected third party involved, you know. Um, and I, I really believe in trying to um, get the make a make an almost objective case. So if that's given a specific situation and this doesn't always work by the way but i can give you a specific situation in which certain behaviors resulted in me feeling disrespected you know and be able to lay something out like that and again that's because maybe i'm very logical that then gives me a a a a clear-cut case as to this is what you did that i felt was disrespected maybe explain your position um maybe get that respected third party involved um but yeah that it's those two i think that would be the um the advice underpinned both in both cases with prayer yeah at the end of the day it's it's i think god that changes hearts yeah um so whether you don't think you are the guy that needs to be respected or you are the guy that needs to be and the person isn't either case i think do so prayerfully yeah i agree that i've seen prayer change and your attitude towards me. Mm. It's going to a certain house. 
like, no, you can't feel like you, you can't, you, you can't bring something to them. So you just yeah. like, Lord, please choose them. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. I think, as, uh, uh, like you're saying, sometimes it's a change in you that will cause a change in them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you loving them the way you're supposed to love them? Mm. Uh, are, are you acting respectfully? Mm. Um, and if you are, continue. Mm. Um, just because someone isn't doing what they're, they're supposed to do, doesn't mean that you should stop doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Especially as you're supposed to be leading by example. So yeah. lead, lead well. Yeah. Won't be feeling so jaded. <laughs> Disrespect. All right, let's round up there. Yeah. Hookups. Yeah, hookups. Cool. Have you got any hookups? Yes. All right. Um, I have a podcast. Okay. Um, how married are you? All right. It's um, belief in fatherhood. Oh yeah. Yeah, and his okay. wife, Yvette. Yvette. Yeah. So they've got a podcast where they talk about. Relationship dilemmas talk about their their like married life, like raising kids and stuff. It's really good. Um, I think they're like hundred hundred two hundred episodes deep and oh. like they're like twenty to thirty episodes. Twenty to thirty minutes long, so cool. yeah, really cool. good stuff. Okay. My my hookup will also be a podcast. Um so it's a podcast I've recently got back into, which is called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And it's an American NPR podcast, but it's like a it's like a news, a quiz, quiz show based mm. on the news. So effectively, that's sort of how I get my news. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's very funny. It's 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 um, it is American, so it ends up being a lot of American news. Mm. But thing, but I don't watch the news. Um, and I like yeah, it's a it's a funny. They get celebrities on there as well sometimes too, and do really short interviews, and then they specifically ask the celebrity something that is not related to the celebrity. Um, ask some questions about it so it's quite cool it's quite quite a funny one so it's wait wait don't tell me it's my my hookup cool cool alright shout read for the intro outro music Calvin Tunnel for Audrey and Maze logo you can find us on Twitter aka X at the Furnace UK Instagram at TVS Furnace you can email us at TVS Furnace Pop- Websites and apps, that's first with an apostrophe, YouTube, ordinary amazing. That's it. Yeah. So, this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. <laughs> <laughs>